Caitlin, and I'm here with Sissy Jones. We're going to talk about some voice acting stuff. Hi. Yeah, I guess this is just like a brief kind of E3 check-in. Um, can you tell us a bit about your upcoming projects? Ooh. What you're excited about? Whatever you can say what about What can them? I talk about? I don't know what games I can actually talk about. That's fair. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of mm -hmm. them, and I don't know what I can speak of. <laughs> okay. Because they're, you know, games are notoriously secretive, oh, yeah, so... Um, a lot of them have been announced, but the cast is not allowed to announce anything yet. Oh, so I'm waiting okay. on those precious emails for like, hey, cast is announced, go ahead and talk. Got it. But there's a bunch in the show floor that I'm walking through going, oh, I'm in that, oh, I'm in that. Oh, That's I'm so that. cool. Like, uh, Let It Die, I can say, because it's actually out. I'm a player character in that one, which oh, is miserable. <laughs> it was a bunch of growling and grunting and like barfing, because they didn't want to do actual words. So oh, it's yeah. just like... Weird sounds. Could you actually go a little more into what it's like doing the kind of like exertion y weird sounds that seem very, they, I mean, they seem like very video game specific? My favorite thing about exertions that someone once told me is that it's, it's the sound crossover between poop and sex. Okay. So getting punched <laughs> in the stomach is, you know, hit in the face. <laughs> so it's, you, you can't go too far one way or the other, but it has to be like the perfect <laughs> combination. <laughs> yes. Huh. It's funny because a lot of times, you know, you'll be in a session and I'll be like, just give me a bunch. And so the, the standard like voiceover thing is to go through the vowels. <laughs> so you have why. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of that. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you ever like take lessons with other voice actors in terms of like getting that, the specific game voice kind of stuff down or just experience? Yeah. Um, some of my first classes were with um, a guy named Brian Summer, who is a voice actor in San Francisco. Um, he's lovely. And so it, like each little niche of voice acting is just a little different than the other. Like video game is different than animation, mm. is different than commercial, is different than promo. So you have to understand the nuance between them and what makes them different. So yeah, I, I have done several classes. In terms of, um, so I guess you, you do a wide variety of characters in games as well as just like a wide variety of voiceover acting in general. Mm -hmm. Are there specific ways that you approach different projects in different ways? Is it kind of like every time you get a new project, do you like reinvent the wheel or there, I don't know? Um, I definitely developed like an internal shorthand for a lot of things. Um, uh, but for each character, like if you're speaking specifically about video games and animation and things like that, mm -hmm. for each character, it's really breaking down, like, who are they? What do they, what's the first thing they think of when they wake up in the morning? What's the last thing they think of when they go to bed at night? What are they afraid of? What are, the, what are their hopes and dreams? Um, you know, what makes them tick? Mm. Um, so for each video game and each animation thing, it's that. But, you know, commercials and trailers and things like that are just a different beast. So, okay. Yeah. Do you get much time to prep for roles, or is it just like here's the script go? Yes, all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I submitted one this morning. I had a week for. I had a week to prep for. Um, but sometimes it's like, hey, we've got a thing, and we need it mm. tomorrow, or we need it this afternoon. Go. Um, so it just depends on how quickly the turnaround is for the client. That's fair. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about the challenges of like one of like the prepping versus the not? Like, is there one that you like more than the other, or just are they both equally interesting for their own reasons? In terms of just like having the time to prepare a role that you feel more mm. engrossed in versus having to kind of just like fly at the seat of your pants, sort of improv-ish. I really like being able to fly by the seat of my pants unless there's like a tricky accent that I need to learn. Um, like I worked in Mafia 3 and I had to learn a yet accent and so I had to go into the southern, the southern like southern Brooklyn that comes with 
Cajun yet, which is really weird. Um, so I would listen to a lot of recordings and kind of get it in my head. It was the same with um, The Walking Dead when I did Katya. You know, I had to learn Belgian accent, which was nothing I'd ever done before. So having a couple of days to really prep that was key. <laughs> so in terms of what you do to prep, like listening to accents that you're that you're working on, are there other two? Do you live the character? Are you yeah, one yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't go method, but like. But you know, if I'm on my way to the session, I'll, I'll, I'll start talking like Katya as I'm driving and be like, oh, there's the bus stop, I wonder when the bus is coming, you know, like, because <laughs> yeah. otherwise it's just, it's just good to have every possible word available to me in that accent totally. by the time I get to the session, yeah, you know, so right. So it's not like, oh, I was going to go to the store and, <laughs> you know, fall out of character. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about the differences between uh, voice acting for games versus voice acting for commercials and voiceover kind of stuff? Yeah. I and mean, they seem pretty different. They're like, so how different. You approach them. Um, games are typically more dramatic, so they want more emotion. They mm -hmm. want more range. Um, if it says that the character is sad, they really want to hear that, mm -hmm. you know, because it has to play in a cinematic. Um, animation has gotten more realistic sounding, but is typically okay. more broad. You know, so the comedy is for big laughs and it's, you know, crazy and wacky. Um, but it is getting more tight with, like, the Marvel stuff coming out. You know, it's more simple. But there's still a lot of bigger fun to be had in animation. Commercial is, um, the, the, the big trick is uh, telling, not selling. Mm. So even though you're selling a product, you want it to sound like you're telling your friend about it. Okay. The, the big uh, direction nowadays is conversation. Okay. So just make it sound like it's just off the cuff. Like, oh, <laughs> come to Ralph's and get broccoli. It's... Two ninety nine a bunch. <laughs> um, whereas, like promo is like really hard sell tonight on NBC, mm. and then trailer is just serving the imagery that you're seeing, right? So it's all just these little nuance differences, um, and I love every second of it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> in terms of like getting voiceover roles as a character in a game versus like a commercial or promo kind of thing, do they come from the same? Places, no. like one of them, okay. yeah. I mean, I have an agent, right? So yeah. the auditions come typically from my agent, um, but my agent gets them from all over the place. So okay. there are commercial casting houses and video game casting houses and animation casting houses. I have a manager who does mostly promos and trailer and sound alike. I do a lot of sound alike work for like, like I do all of Charlize Theron sound alike stuff. So if she's not available to come in for ADR in a movie trailer, they call me. Um, and so I have a manager that does most of that. Because um, okay. it's a very specialized little niche in the industry. Um, yeah. Cool. When did you know that you wanted to be a voice actress? I remember when I was about six, and I started to notice that all of the Scooby-Doo characters had dark lines around them, mm -hmm. and that they weren't real. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's a human behind that! Um, and that was kind of when I, I got the bug, and I remember telling my dad, I think I want to be an actress, and he was like, no. <laughs> so it wasn't until I was 30 that I made the switch. What were you doing beforehand? I was working in the Silicon Valley, oh, wow. working myself to the bone. Oh, fair. Miserable. Um, okay, I guess just like the one last thing. If, do you have any advice for aspiring voice actresses and actors? Yeah, I would say um, if it's something that you really want to do, um, know that it's not something that happens overnight and it's not something that happens cheaply mm. most often. Uh, I would find a reputable coach and work with them. A lot of them do it over Skype. 
so work with them until they say that you're ready and then find another reputable coach and work with them until they say that you're ready and then maybe one more. Oh, okay. And by that point, when you've got these three different points of, of feedback, then you can start venturing out to look for agents and, and getting jobs and all that stuff. There's a, there's a lot of competition. It's a very saturated field. Um, so if you get in before you're ready, you have one chance to make a first impression. That's what I'll say. Okay, and I guess the, the way to do that, um, once you have coaches, they would help you with the demo kind of thing, yeah. and then you send that around. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. It was really nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you.